Welcome back to Elevator Inspiration for Sunday School. Hey, this is going to be a great lesson, you all. Let's get started and see what is in store for us today. It is entitled, The Holy Spirit Comes. This is Lesson 8. It's going to be taught on April the 23rd, 2023. Again, this is the Cogent Legacy Series. So the question that I want you to think about as we go through this lesson, and I'm, I'm serious, think about this question. What is the theme of the day of Pentecost? What is the theme according to the New Testament? The theme, what actually happens on this day and what is the significance of it? We actually have three outlines. This is taken from Acts the second chapter. And before I get started, I believe that this right here, I personally have heard this preach so many different times. So I want to come at this lesson from a different angle. Okay? So let's focus on it. First is the power of agreement. And we're going to look at the first three verses in Acts, the second chapter. And verse 1, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now Pentecost is actually, when you think about it, this is the 50th day after the Passover. So uh, it is celebrated um, from a standpoint of the 50 days after Passover on the Sabbath, uh, which was more of the Feast of Harvest and the Feast of First Fruits. I had that in my notes and I want to look at that and actually say it correctly. So it's an Old Testament celebration, but in the New Testament, we have a different spin on it because of this. And it says, they were all with one accord in one place. Now, I highlighted that because I want you to think about it. Okay, let me let me switch screens here so you can kind of get a good picture of this. All right. And then it says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Okay, now, so that's the scene. That's the setting. They're in the upper room. It says one accord, one place. And then all of a sudden, there is a wind, a sound from heaven like a wind. You know, throughout the scriptures, even when Jesus met Nicodemus um, and Nicodemus came to him at night, he had reference to the wind about the spirit. Um, he always, always through the scripture, when you compare the Holy Spirit, it is always compared to the wind. It says, And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire, and it set up on each of them. So actually, this is prophesied in Old Testament, and pa Peter mentions this in his sermon after this transpired. Joel 2, 28 and 30, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out of my spirit Upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see vision. And the third verse says, And I will show wonders in heaven and in earth, blood and fire, and pillows of smoke. We see that happening right here. We see a sound from heaven, we see clothing tongues like as a fire, and we see that prophecy is being fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. So what is my takeaway? And like I said, I want to come at this from a different angle. So I look at this as the power of agreement. So on the day of Pentecost, there's two things that I notice in that scripture. 
the apostle Paul, the correction, the apostles were all gathered in one place, one place. And they all were on one accord. We have a one mind, a one vision. We have one place. We have everybody focusing together. And when that focus, when they all are in agreement, notice it says, then they experience the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Only then, when they was in one place and one accord. So my, my question then is this. When the Holy Spirit arrived, the others outside the upper room hear that sound. And why you think so, why not you think so? All right, so here we go. The second outline. The second outline is the Spirit-led life. And this is just two verses uh, of Acts 2 and 4. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And in verse 5. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under the earth. earth. So, 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 so what I have here is I want you to notice I highlighted this spirit gave them utterance. So who is in control here? A lot of time we look at the spirit as an it and I try not to use that. I would like to look at it as more of a person. So that person is in control here which is the spirit because notice it says they feel they were all filled with the holy ghost and they were dwelling in jerusalem who is there devout men of every nation okay so my takeaway is what happened when the holy spirit entered the upper room notice everyone spoke with other tongues and i highlighted this spirit gave them honor. So, so who is in control? The con who is in control is actually the Holy Spirit is in control. I want you to think about that as we go through the next outline, verses six to thirteen. The miracle of the Spirit. We see the Spirit is in control, and notice what happens. And now, when this was noise abroad, the mother two came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were always amazed and marvel saying unto one another, Behold, are all these Galileans? In other words, and I'm, I'm from the South, so I have that Southern accent, that Southern drawl. Those individuals had that one accent. You know, either they spoke Aramaic or they spoke Greek. Greek was a common language. Aramaic was more for, I want to say, don't want to say the poor people, but the lower class. <laughs> it was the original language. Uh, Greek, the Romans took over, and the more prevalent language was Greek. Now, I want you to notice, it says in the next verse, and how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born. Now, that's a key verse here, because what they're saying is that we can hear and understand what they are saying. And we can hear it in our language and look at the different countries we have. We have Parthenians and the Medes and the Elamites. This is actually more of the Middle East. Um, it is actually uh, the modern day Iran. 
uh, dwellers in Mesopotamia, in Judea, uh, Cappadocia, and Pontus, in Asia. We have here more like uh, Asia Minor, um, uh, Phrygia, I think I'm saying that right, and Pamphylia. Um, these again are countries that are in Asia, um, is modern day Turkey, in Egypt, parts of Libya and Cyrena. We have a big group of individuals from Alexander. These are all Jews. There are some from Rome. They are all Jews or proselytes. Proselytes are, are people that were uh, have taken on that the Jewish language or customs and are walking after Jehovah. Uh, Greece and uh, um, Arabians. We hear them speak in our tongue the wonderful works of God and in verse 12 and they were all amazed and were in doubt saying one to another what this means. And the other mocked them saying these are all full with new wine. In other words they are drunk. So my point is that when you hear the gospel message in your own language it has more of a meaning to you than hearing it in a foreign language. And the Holy Spirit is in control. The Holy Spirit is allowing everyone to hear their tongue, the gospel news, the good news of what is happening here. Man, that, that is amazing when you think about it. I have a map here that I want to show you. It's kind of, this is where everybody it's so like the whole world knew about it because they all had come right here in Jerusalem. And now you can see how they have spread it out. These are all Jews in Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost of, of, the, of the feast. Oh, but what was that feast called? Um, but anyway, they were there to celebrate the day of Pentecost. Okay. Um, we have people from Egypt, from uh, modern-day Libya, from the Arabia. This is where they are all are from, and they can hear what is happening in their own language. That, that is amazing when you think about it. So what is my lesson learned? It's real simple. It's the power of agreement. It's more promising than one can realize. Think about that. The power of agreement is more promising then you can actually realize. So after Jesus' ascension, he promised another comforter will enter the believer's lives. So his disciples agreed to return to the upper room with a single mindset of waiting on this promise. Only when, think about this, that group of 120, I made a mistake, they're not 150, 120 agreed with one accord did the Holy Spirit arrive as promised. When that group of 120 individuals agreed on one accord, that's when the Spirit arrived. So thus, I ask myself, how many promises have failed to materialize because I failed to agree with my fellow believers? So the thought to remember is, the power of agreement. Think about that if you don't think about anything else. Sometimes we don't need to be argumentative. We need to agree. So let's just take a few minutes here and in, in reflections. 
Okay? The memory verse was, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, I really focus on the control of the Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, I think the thing of that day is allowing the Spirit to control. Don't allow Mickey, don't allow yourself to control, but allow the Spirit to control. The scripture said, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. In your lives, the Spirit of God is there and allow the Spirit of God to be in control. And when we are in agreement, the power of agreement, it says when two or three are assembled together in his name, when there is agreement together within the body of believers, then the Holy Ghost can work. Think about that this week. I think about that during the Sunday school lesson. But let's take a few minutes here in prayer so we can discuss this. Father in heaven, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. When I think about your plan, how awesome it is, and how you allow it to unfold with your son dying on the cross for our sin, and then allowing the Holy Spirit to come to dwell among us, to comfort us, to sustain us. And now we are about to do your work. And you have strategically placed us as the Holy Spirit guides to do kingdom work. For we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.